Hey, yeah. can you get it together? You decided this. That's your decision. That's why I've only let him be on one episode. I understand, of too, that I have not aired anything yet. Good so, point. Can I, he, he did say that I've only been on one episode of Pop, but he hounded me for like five weeks. Dude, I can't do the next episode without you doing it. Hounded? Wait, hounded? I did. I did. I hounded. hounded. I did. You hounded. hounded. I hounded him oh, to be on it because I thought he was I hound, told him, I me hounding no. him. No, I you hounded him to be on mine. No, I hounded him to be on my podcast for the second episode because it was church conversations. And I was like, hey, this is the format, format, formation, episode one, me, episode two. Hey, Brandon, my discipler and best friend, come freaking do this podcast. Um, and he was like just pushing it off. And then we filmed one online in my car and it was hot trash. <laughs> we beautiful. Tried, we tried content. to do the late night. Uh. It was beautiful content, but it was hot trash. And so then we redid it at my office at first Arlington in and the power degrees, was out in 86 degree heat. And so I had to, uh, it was, the power was out. What was the temperature outside? Uh, less, 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 less hot. There, okay. there, there's, <laughs> which makes the 86 feel hotter. Exactly. I guess. They have a broiler, and so they can't fine-tune any temperatures. And I know I've already talked to them, and it's in the works of going to a different location um, one day whenever Brandon decides to I know you said us. you wanted to do all this in one take with Bobby, but this is going to be the longest editable podcast that you've ever done. No. I d- you just run it. Uh, so the, the most edits I've ever done on a podcast is when we had the eight-year-olds do it. Oh, I bet. That oh my sense. gosh, that yeah. was because I wanted to make sure there was no adult voices at all. Right? It's all That's kids, amazing. beginning to end. It's That's a fantastic amazing. episode. But yeah, it was. You can see the tick marks everywhere. Did they take your number one spot? Uh, my number one spot right now is uh, Josh Weathers. Okay, just wait. Yeah. Oh yeah. lord. <laughs> Listen, you can't you can't spend seven years building a network and then not have. <clears throat> Supporters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Who is yeah. that voice that's not on a microphone? I know. Dude, right? we should, so I've distant. got an extra headset and an extra microphone. We can put you in this. I don't know why you would want me in it. <laughs> well, you're talking, you so you in, may as well be in it. Have He's you not. been in an episode He's yet? He's not. He's not. He won't do it. Dude. Oh, you come in here and talk. He's a loser. Come on. I never said I wouldn't do it. We can talk about stories of how I went over to your house one time when we were really little and we watched Star Wars together. Why is that, that a story? I don't it's just, we could talk about the story. Because Jordan yeah. doesn't claim Star Wars ever. That, that can be like, you don't claim Star Wars? <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of conversations that he's never said that before. I feel like I need to hook Jordan up. <laughs> I feel like I Brandon is just stirring the pot like, more than normal. You know those podcasts where the producer oh, is like dang. behind the camera sometimes talking? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be that guy. That's right. 100%. Someone look something up. <laughs> oh, God, about this. <laughs> I don't think it will. It's 63%. If it dies, it dies. Did it start at 105 minutes ago? No. Okay. It started at like... Just remember, you guys are going to talk a lot. Just remember, you guys are going to talk a lot. Dude. Yeah, I'm, but it's like, what? 30 minutes an hour? Do you know what I'm feeling right now? I'm feeling like we don't script this thing. That's what I'm feeling. Oh, There's boy. Oh, I was about to say, no one, no one sent me a script. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it came through. Oh, I'm just like, yes, don't be ridiculous. I saw the script. I had to fill out answers to it. Right, but then he derives the script from your answers. Correct, correct, yeah. But So if you mic me up, what do you want me to do? Just continue in the conversation as you're doing right now. You're not going to be able to stay out of it anyway, so... <laughs> So true. So true. Yeah, Jordan with other people is not the same. Jordan with me, us is different than Jordan with everybody else. Yeah. Like he will be quiet, take pictures, do all that. What? I've known Jordan since you were six? Something like that? Is it's different. Such babies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. What, what happened was what mic is that? kind of make it then we need to get you set up with these zoom hn1s look man i want they're 60 bucks i want everything i can afford they're 60 bucks i'll pay for it and that's the truth you need four of them for 60 bucks i know but the difference oh i know and beautifulness 
They look just they look Bo- just Bobby. like the Sure SM7Bs. Bobby also likes to make up words. So Did that, but is the quality just good? It is. Hey, if we video, it is. We, I so it is the same microphone without a cloud lifter. It's. I'll let you listen to it. Yeah, I want to. I want to know because yeah. I want to switch. So I'm going to start saving some money to switch some equipment shoulder. out. Better microphones cool. for sure. Yeah. And because like these are great for video, this, but some video equipment. You're gonna you're entering in a new world, a new era. B, can you flip that screaming around so I can make sure Jordan's not blocking my oh, shot? Blocking <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> my shot, right in your shot. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, just move over. Y'all go, y'all go side by side on that side. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. I'll move the coffee pot. So you call this one hijack part two? <laughs> That's going to be no lie. Again, you put me into this. I did not. Hijack part two. Force Three adults and one eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've ever been included in the adult. He, he wasn't talking about you being the adult. Oh, he's the adult? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you said, whatever. No. Bobby, you sitting at the adult table. <laughs> Yay! He finally made it. For the first time ever. And dang it, can you flip that thing around? Bobby. <laughs> hey, when we're recording this and you, oh, you have oh, you have your video going on, Wait, which uh-huh. one's when you make up a new word, can you just put the word and then the definition on the bottom? <laughs> I love that idea, actually. So yes. Okay, good. You just need to tell me when you think I'm coming up with a new word. When in reality, it's probably been around. No, no, no. no. Better for put. Are you on talk? I didn't talk. Okay, I there he is. There. there you wow. are. Ooh. There he is. Man, and Brandon just went hot too. I'm about to say when we all I'm, talk I'm at back, once. I'm back in my mic. I'm gonna have to back up a little bit. Back yeah, back, but I like uh, back, uh-huh. back it up. Back it up. This is going to be <laughs> the greatest podcast I've ever been a part of. That's what I'm saying. All three of them. No. <laughs> 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 Did we? Hey-o. I feel like it's gonna be so random. <laughs> did we, to the listener? Did we do a podcast like pre-COVID? To me, you do a podcast pre-COVID. I don't know about y'all, but they're real quiet. Like around when we were doing uh, laid out loud. So we did a. Because we were gonna do that as a YouTube news. That was a football. Channel. We did like a sports thing. Yes. Yes, but I don't think sports. it was a podcast. Yes. I think it was just a video. <laughs> I'm sorry, where are we? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm lost. Hey, welcome to the Testament yeah. Podcast. This is the Off the Rails edition. <laughs> off the Rails. I like it. Off the Rails. We lost the track. Uh, okay, that's not a trash can. Wow. This beautiful establishment. <laughs> sorry, it just looked like one. It looks better now. Ooh. It used to look like a psych ward with the Dude. blankets hanging on the wall. Oh, oh like now the padding doesn't yeah, look like a psych ward? Right. Well, no, well, this no, padding doesn't. This is acoustic padding, Jordan. Did yeah. you remember sure what it used to look like when too. it was a prayer room? Do you have room? any idea yeah. how much money I spent on this padding? Dude, they're expensive. They are. Do you know how much I spent on this? Well, first of all, how much? It, it's it's little squares, right? And yeah. They're, no, they're, they're stuck to inch. yeah, they're twelve inch, so they're stuck to cardboard. pieces of cardboard. Uh-huh. But yeah. each panel has to be at least twenty dollars. Okay, <laughs> the foam. I mean, like the panel. The, the foot, the foam panels. <clears throat> each foam square. The foam squares. Big goose egg. Didn't pay a thing for them. Where? Oh, how? That was a nice twist. Nice twist. Didn't pay a thing. How? Oh, when you're a cop, you get a stealing five finger discount. <laughs> um, and the cardboard I bought, but here's the thing. So I ordered the black. You bought okay, yeah, from eBay. Great. So they shipped it from China. Oh, and took seven it, years to get here. It came with instructions because you know it's all vacuum packed, sealed, so it's got to grow oh. itself again. Yeah. Well, they oh, sent me an email. Said, hey, we're also going to send you a pack of blue ones. Okay. Wow. The same quantity. We want you to try the blue ones. And she said, she said, the email said that these are, these have been in the warehouse for a little while. So if they don't grow back, you know, at least you'll have some extra ones if they don't grow back, whatever. So I I brought them into this room. I opened them all up, blue and black. I set them all against the wall and I just let them air, right? The air is supposed to grow Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. And the instructions said, if that doesn't work, you can actually dip them in water, let the water turn into a dinosaur. And all other stuff, right? Yeah. Oh god. So, so, like those this. were the best. Oh my so, god. That's a good point. No, I love it. Actually, be Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's Japan. <laughs> oh, never mind. We <laughs> <laughs> are absolutely off the rails. Oh, For sure. Can I finish the story, baby? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna finish the story. Okay. So finally. 
I start, I take some home. So I'm like, I'm going to dip these in water because they're not coming back. So only a few of them came back. So I decided, okay, I've got enough to really kind of checker them black and blue mm-hmm. like that. Right? I didn't yeah. have enough to do all black or all blue. So finally I emailed, I was so mad because like at least 50 to 60% of what was shipped to me would not grow back to normal yeah. size. So I was mad. I emailed them. I said, look, at least 60% of your shipment would not grow back. I don't have enough to finish my project. That was it. They refunded me the money. He that, I think, five. She, she said, keep the panels. We'll refund you the money. Boom. And I had enough to do this room. Wow. After after putting it all together, I was like, wow, I have enough to do the room. A couple of them, I didn't have enough blues. But, you know, uh, yeah. So $0 on that. I like that's you awesome. carved a that's, peephole. That's a big one. I did yeah. carve a peephole. Yep. Yeah. In that door. So, <clears throat> all this and we still haven't clapped. <laughs> I know. We haven't helped my video at all, but it's all right. It's fine. But at least it, you're in it. If I have to, I can. That's for your end. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that's so much harder now. <laughs> your battery's going to die. Oh, oh sure. 100%. I have no clue what the battery's at, but it's going down. It's going to die. Oh my God. Praise I actually God. think we're good if it was stayed at the 30 minutes to an hour range we'll see wow we're already past the 30 minutes no ding dong i'm talking from the start of the podcast (laughs) wow (laughs) the following programming is not available (laughs) (laughs) oh boy sorry i should really put that out there i said look i would love to air this episode but it's not legal in the u.s (laughs) canada mexico due to PETA restrictions we cannot air this program (laughs) It's a matter of national security. <laughs> yeah. Brandon's got keys. Uh, Jeff accidentally said something. Stop! Why like you did that after the redaction, Brandon? <laughs> so, Jeff, what is in Area Fifty One? <laughs> Can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. Can't talk uh, about it. Can you it. confirm or deny that you know something about Area Fifty One? I can confirm that I've seen the gates to enter Area Fifty One. Wow. Hmm. wow! Lots of people have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole Naruto group yeah, that tried to like rage it. Naruto. I don't. No, what do you mean? Lots of people have those people are dead. <laughs> they died at the gate. Oh wow! <laughs> Didn't know that. <laughs> that was news just dropped right here. That whole Ew. desert. Oh, that whole desert <laughs> is full of uh, trucks, right? Yeah. That are automatically programmed to shoot first, ask questions later for motion sensing. The trucks ask questions. <laughs> It's tomato. <laughs> they did what in this cup? <laughs> dead gum. Dead gum. Dead gum. Dead gum. <clears throat> oh, Lord. Oh, oh boy. They try backwards using their mirrors, too. <laughs> Get me far away from McQueen's camp. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. It's a great movie. Uh, all those more planes is a great movie too. Mm. Truth. Um, all right. If the planes are sentient, <laughs> what was nine eleven? Oh boy. If what? If planes in the planes sent- universe, they're sentient, like oh. they have consciousness and faces. What was nine eleven? Okay, forget that. For, forget that. I got a better question for you. Planes. In the opening scene of Planes, they are dusting crops. For who? True statement. I mean, there's people inside them? Why are, there? are we dusting crops? Do you ever see people? Well, corn, it's for that. Corn makes uh, ethanol. That, yeah, it's for that B10 company, whatever. The one that runs through all of Pixar. There's one singular oil company that essentially like takes over <clears throat> the world. So they were talking the about Pixar big oil line. in the Pixar universe. <laughs> so the Pixar theory ends with Wally, right? And it, at the end of it, whatever that oil company is, is the one that B&T sponsors like that. Lightning McQueen and like all these different things. So it's the one continuum. Rusty's? So, so I'm sorry. No, not Rusty. Let me go back. Let me go back to the original question <laughs> that was never answered for me. Why are we crop dusting wheat? Oh, it was wheat. Oh, so I, I think it was wheat. It's wheat. I think it, I think it was wheat. Was it's it not? Corn, it can I haven't be seen also it. turned into oil too. Okay, we're gonna say it's wheat. That's a strong tea. There. Okay, we let need me to make sure. Let's do another one. Wheat. Well, that, never mind. That one was actually answered <laughs> in one of the cars episodes. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Here's another question: Why? Because they're cars. Uh huh. Did Doc die? 
cars die all the time. Uh, That's you, also you true. Can, you can fix cars. You Not can replace car. parts on cars. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can make Old 1960s, 40s, 30s cars still run. You can fix Wise humans. Did. You can replace parts on humans. <laughs> but humans. But no human die. from 19. No, you, no, no, no T model human is still kicking. Right. T model yeah. 20s? So 19. <clears throat> 20s, there's very there's few. There's 110 people. Still there. Very few. But hey. You get my gist here. Yeah. Come on, what, why? Yeah. Why did Doc so have to in, die? So in Terminator 2, there's a T-1000. It's an actual... Oh so we just switched movies. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you were talking about T-20s. I'm starting so to think true. this podcast is not very focused. <laughs> wow. Welcome to The Testament, a podcast that spotlights the amazing real-life stories of everyday people who've been transformed by their surrender to Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of one of the many miraculous before and after accounts of lives forever changed by encountering the Savior. Okay, okay, okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Testament Podcast. My name is Jeff Keck. I'm here with Brandon Barton. I'm here with uh, Jordan Tebow, and I'm here with Bobby King right now. We're just kind of, actually, we're just kind of throwing around different things that God's doing in our lives, yeah. sharing a little bit of testimony. Um, and so that's what this episode is all about. Completely unscripted. It's gone off the rail like 16,000 times already. Many I think times. we've been recording, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. If not uh, longer. Yeah. But um, yeah. hashtag church, tell me about it. Okay. I want to know. Oh. Look, we've talked a, a yeah. little bit. So hashtag church is, in short, in the easiest form, church BuzzFeed. We want to create a one-stop shop for podcasts. You lost me a BuzzFeed. Okay. You know what BuzzFeed <laughs> is, though, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. So how it's one big... <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's okay. 21 reasons why you're... Okay. Is it like digital marketing? Okay, the other way to explain this Getting is... Getting people to talk about your stuff? Is buzzing about it? It's a multimedia organization. Another another way to describe it is an so art multimedia gallery. multimedia is like Android and Apple, right? What's what? multimedia? It's all forms all platforms. Multimedia, <laughs> many. Video, so audio. Another I'm, I'm a little way, smarter than Another that. way is an art, art, art gallery, right? <clears throat> hey, we're hosting the building. We're going to put up walls in the room, but we're going to display all of these other people's art. We're going to point to them as artists and all of those different things. So we do that through podcasts, videos, articles, um, in a, you know, how and who that's all pretty much open to people like joining alongside, partnering, doing different things. Um, but we want to resource and equip the church. So Christians, um, church staff members, um, you know, just people to help equip the church, learn things, uh, have courses, all those different stuff. Um, that's a that's a big deal with it. But we want to essentially saturate social media in such a way that like darkness can't prevail because we have – 15,000 mm. content creators making Christian-based content because that's who they are, right? That's their platform. Every single person on the internet owns uh, owns um, their, their section of the internet. And with that, if we can take that and apply it to, hey, share your content about what you are. If you are really passionate about podcasts like you, <clears throat> dude, share your podcast. You're already doing that, right? So it's easy to come alongside and partner with people like you. But then there's people like Jordan who does concert photography, Nobody but then me. he never talks you talk about, about Jordan Tebow, Jordan Tebow. Gotcha. Um, but then he never like, <laughs> like yeah. he never, he never, we're really, going to throw mud on that name here a little bit. It's he cool. he never on. really talks about like his Christian aspect <clears throat> content of what he's doing on there. That's no offense to Jordan. Cause he's not a Christian. Pictures in he also just hasn't. <laughs> He also just hasn't been equipped on how to do it and how to share it, <laughs> right, right? Right. And so a lot of ways we are creating a platform to be able to have people be able to share their stuff in whatever creative means and ways that they want to. And so, yeah, that's pretty much the heartbeat. It's extremely You're vast. focused on helping churches to do this. <clears throat> so churches and Christians. So yeah. I want somebody to essentially come in a perfect world. Let's say we get John Christ as a comedian on our platform, right? I want them to come because they watch a funny John Christ video. Well, then they see the Testament podcast as one of our podcasts on our podcast network. And then they're able to be connected 
to this podcast when they never would have had a connection point right. if it wasn't for, for bringing everybody into one place, right? So there's so many different individual niche resource systems, orange curriculum for children, right? They focus on children, the Bible Project YouTube channel. They focus on obviously Bible and devotional. Yeah. No one is doing <clears throat> everything. And I know why, because it's a royal pain. But essentially, I want to be the place to where everybody can come, bring their stuff. We're not jumping into theology and all those different things and denominational differences. Like, I would love to have an Anglican podcast where they do bourbon and Bible. Like, that would be dope. Um, But then also at the same time, like, we're not wanting to push, like, certain denominations down people's throat. Obviously, I'm Baptist. A lot of my friends and people helping this at Baptist— But we're not going to be like, hey, if you're not Baptist, like you're not a Christian. Like it's it's very there's a word for it and it's a fancy word. I have no clue what it's called, but it's 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 an aspect of all denominations. Fancy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like all it's like all aspects and all denominationals. Like people can speak into it. And it's not non-dom because that's its own denomination. That's just Baptist disguise. Yeah. There's there's a trans something something is what it's well, called. <laughs> trans association is one of them, but it's a similar word to that. I can't remember. I think Eric used it one time it, with me. It, basically, what it is is a cross section for um, for media to be used in a positive way, mm-hmm. in a way that that um, incites. Um, He's working in, on his sales pitch right now, so he can sell a Christian media yeah. hub. Yeah, in, in enlightenment to what God is 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 providing the world. You know, instead yeah. of using it for evil, instead of social media being an evil place, place where Satan loves to live and to ex- extort people, yep. we're using it to point it back to Christ. Yep. And you may be wondering what's next for hashtag church. There's virtual baptisms, Zoom <laughs> confessionals. <laughs> so. <laughs> So oh he Lord, jokes. Okay. Seriously, he jokes. You just turn your camera off on Zoom. It's just gone so, off on so nine he, different things in his head. So he jokes, <laughs> but there is a church in the metaverse called VR Church. His, and that the guy true. who runs it is named David Soto or DJ Soto. And he has seen amazing growth and results from people being there in the metaverse, going and finding his church. Mm. And he sets up appointments with local people to them to actually get them baptized and things like that. It's crazy town. It's super cool. I send you a I got home kit. <laughs> Do you want sprinkle full full submersion? Stop. There's two different <laughs> pricing classifications. Oh my gosh. There's right. no price. <laughs> Lord, for your outward expression. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you can. So Bobby with hashtag church. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you're describing to me is kind of like a, an antique mall online, right? So everybody brings their little booth. Sure. They set it up and everybody comes to this one location where they're able to kind of get all that stuff. So you're getting churches and Christians and people who are doing stuff like that yeah. involved in. Okay. So what, give me the vision. How did this start? Yeah. So seven years ago, um, I was on staff at a church as a creative arts pastor and God was like, Hey, church Buzzfeed. And I was like, okay. Had no clue what that meant, <laughs> what anything was, you know, involved with that. Um, but at the same time, I was already starting doing work for other churches um, just across the country, doing more media based things, graphic design, video editing, things like that. And that first year, looking back now, I was able to help out 45 different churches um, from even an individual poster graphic to even um, setting up their YouTube channels and all those different things. Anything media tech related, people just call me up. Hey, Bobby, my computer's not turning on. And I'm like, did you press the power button? And yeah. like, that's how that stuff, <laughs> stuff even works IT sometimes, right? But, but you, you got um, it turned on. Right? Turn it off and back on. Please. So essentially that's how it started. And then um, when I left that church staff, I started doing that full time. And so I was doing graphics, video editing, photos, all, all the different things and options I could to bring in income. And um, hashtag church, the name kind of came out about a two years in or so. Um, at first, it was Montgomery Moments, which was just my middle name. And mm. then I was capturing moments, creating moments, all that kind of stuff. Mm. But then I split my companies off into Shift 3, 
media, which is mm. a hashtag on a computer. Mm. Um, and that is small business. So essentially if mom and pop flower shop down the road wanted help on their media, it would be shift three. And then churches and nonprofits would be under hashtag church. And so from there, just went with the branding and did all the things, um, then developed retainer relationships with churches. A lot of them here in the DFW area, which are dope because that's where I'm at and from. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a lot of my home churches, right? And so that's people I've known relationships I've had since I was a little kid, um, you know, just being a Christian in Arlington. So, um, that continued on. And then when that kind of happened and I had a couple of those, I was like, okay, Lord, what, let's, let's revisit this church Buzzfeed thing. What does it look like? How can it be done? Um, do I need to have a team? All those different things. And so that was that conversation, that prayer was about a year ago. And for the last four months, that's what we've been just doing. We've been batch loading content. We have about two months worth of content before we launched um, last Friday. And so with that, it's very much looking forward into the the mindset of how we can help resource Christians and churches, church staff members to do what they're called to do and also do what we are called to do as Christians, which mm. is, and like, go make the kingdom larger, like make heaven crowded, right? And so with that, um, if they need help with sound design, because if their sound is better, they're going to get more people into their sanctuary to hear the worship. And then, oh, wait, they're going to be introduced to the gospel because of that. Like, great, cool. I can meet any church, any Christian on any part in line of their spectrum and hopefully be able to provide a resource in some kind of way. And that's what I want to be able to do to then help them. So one day when I'm long dead and gone and no one remembers me here, I can look back and see the roots and the fingerprints of what the hashtag family is. Mm. And it's like, man, like God from you whispering in my ear saying church Buzzfeed, like <clears throat> hundreds, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands of people, if not more have been impacted because of that. Um, and your kingdom is, is a different place today than it was before hashtag. Mm. So um, explain a little bit about, um, you know, being able to walk with you through a lot of this journey. I've been able to see kind of the, the the back end of things as well as the front end. Talk a little bit about how the networking aspect has just provided an enormous amount of opportunity for you to share your testimony and the gospel within your space. Yeah. So obviously being in and a part of churches and just different relationships, I get to have a unique perspective and opportunity to have some kind of platform at different churches, right? And so with that, of course, continue developing relationships with senior pastors, youth pastors, whatever. Um, but I get to share my story. Um, I mean, with me, like I grew up Mormon until I was eight years old. And then, um, you know, because of people at this church, um, LaRue La LaMance specifically, mm. my sister was super rebellious, still is. Um, <clears throat> she went and sat in LaRue's lap, who was a random stranger at a nail salon. Um, when Jesse was like five and LaRue invited my mom to a Bible study. And so as a Mormon, like my mom believed in the Bible in a way, kind of, um, but she was, she's very much a learner. So she wanted to learn more Yeah, and she came and did that. And then about a year and a half later, we were saved, baptized in the church <laughs> and then like active, like crazy members to where like this place this building specifically like became my home. Yeah. Like my home wherever I've lived has actually always been a secondary home to this mm. building and to this place. Mm. And that's for some reason, some people like Brandon and things like that too. But I've, I've been able to have a unique opportunity to speak my story and path. Like, man, literally just from all of the good stuff to all the junk, like being able to meet people and have conversations um, the networking aspect of that has just been crazy huge mm -hmm. to where, man, I've, I've been able to be in rooms that I should never be able to be in as a young 20 year old. And then even now, like, you know, at the back end of my twenties, like I shouldn't be able to text every pastor in the city of Arlington, yeah, like at the drop of a dime, like that should not be a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, also I don't know many people that could, that aren't a senior pastor of a church, right. you know? Right. And so. But with that, it's it's really unique and able to open up a lot of conversations, but also be able to 
essentially impact their congregations in different ways, right? So I'm, I normally help on the video end for them. Um, that's what churches need a lot right now. Mm. And so through that, I'm able to help their congregation see something, hear something, experience something through the aspect of story that is going to impact them today, tomorrow, and potentially forever for some people, right? And so coming alongside and doing those things have just been huge. Um, mm. But so your yeah. launch was Friday. How long? I mean, how long building up to that launch? Four months. Yeah. In, in mm. actual like, hey, here's a plan. We had a launch schedule, and so we were making a podcast, making a YouTube video, and then writing an article every single week. Like those three yeah. things. Boom, boom, boom. And so my director of operations, who's the best freaking person on the planet, um, she laid it all out, and she she's really good at taking my big vision. Like I'm up here in the clouds, like. There honestly isn't clouds in where I'm at, but for description. Not a truer statement has been said on a microphone. So I'm up there in space and she's able to bring it down here to seeds planted in the ground. Yeah. Right. And I mean, a hundred percent, she is a gift from the Lord sent to hashtag church mm -hmm. to be able to help us do that. Um, but yeah, like that's what we did. And so for the last four months, we've just been grinding. I've been interviewing friends. Um, I've been, you know, talking about topics that I've had unique experiences and unique um, abilities to speak into, even being, you know, the age and experience and things that I am. Like, I'm kind of like a guy here in Arlington as a church media guy, and people kind of know me as that. And so I'm able to speak into that space pretty easily and pretty regularly. And so just talking about those kind of things. But what's cool is all of my networks that I've just built over the years, I've been in really big programs, big discipleship programs of where these people are have hundreds of thousands. A couple of them have a couple million followers. And like I'm able to be a text <clears throat> away from them. Uh, and it's just crazy to see all these networks kind of now kind of aligning, coming into place. Like since I've posted, I've had seven different people reach out and be like, hey, I've wanted to start a podcast, but I have no clue how to do it. Can you help me? Yeah. And I'm like, are you doing gospel-centered content? <clears throat> They're like, yep. I was like, praise God, then we're going to make it happen. Mm. And like, that is huge. Like, there's not, you cannot be competitive in a podcast space. Like, everybody has their own thing, their own group. Like, mm. I'm not competing with podcast B or podcast C over there. Like, I'm talking to my audience. They're listening to me for some specific reason um, that applies to everybody. Yeah. And so I have somebody that's talking about doing like more Twitch style content for church Christians in the Twitch space and Twitch world. Mm. Great. Cool. It's a gaming uh, stream. <laughs> Thank <that> you. <laughs> There's this, just, this look of confusion. I'm like, is there that many people that have a Twitch? I don't get it. So, yes. Yeah. First off, <laughs> yes. So Twitch is essentially streaming YouTube for gamers, right? They will. It sounds silly, but it actually is kind of cool. Huge following. They, they turn a camera on and people watch them play video, play video games. games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it is huge. And millions upon millions of people do it. And esports is becoming the fastest growing mm -hmm. sport yeah, in, in the that, world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're getting the most funded on how to do that too. Um, and it's because of these Twitch streamers. Mm -hmm. People have recognized, oh my gosh, that dude had a million people watching him on a Thursday night. Yeah, we'll pay him $50 million to go play video games on our team yeah. of when we go to a stadium. Mm -hmm. So it's wild town. But he he wants to reach out to Twitch streamers and create this kind of like almost gospel coalition of Twitch streamers, of Christian gamers. Yeah. Cool. That's dope. Like, let's make that happen. What steps do we need to take? Yeah. How can I come alongside you and help? In reality, I know that, uh, you know, one of the few books that I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> Cause I'm not a reader. I'm an audible person, but I read about 30 books on audible every year, but actual read with my eyeballs, um, was when helping hurts. Right. Mm. I don't want to come alongside an organization, see it and then be like, okay, Bobby, now Bobify it and make that better or cooler or whatever. No, it's all about, hey, they're already doing it. How can I come alongside them and give them support and help them? How can I be a para-resource for them to do what they're doing in a way that I somehow can help 
increase any of the aspects that they want to increase. Mm. Yeah. And if I can't do it, I probably know somebody that can. And I like to be that bridge person all the time. So. So what does the capacity look like? I mean, we've talked about this a lot (laughs) with um, with churches and how church life and church ministry has changed over the last 50 to 60 years. Right. So we're at a pivotal moment. I think COVID and we've we've talked about this at, at extent. Yeah. COVID has shifted the way that 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 we did church for a while. Um, sure did. And, and I think that, that, that showed some, some hard things, but also showed some, um, insight into how we can leverage media moving forward, which is exactly what hashtag church is doing. Yeah. What is that? What do you see in the next, you know, five to 10 years for, for church and church ministry and church reach really to go from where we are now? So where we're going to be? Well, one, I think the way that we analyze metrics in church should have already changed. It hasn't, but it should have already changed. It's not counting heads on a Sunday. It's how many people are actively engaged. And that can mean in person and in digital. Sure, Like that is not just limited to in person people at a Bible study. You can have a prayer group, tribe group that are deeply connected and they're texting each other every single day and they're praying for each other and lifting each other up with stuff that's going on in their life. Those things need to get counted way more than a person sitting and falling asleep on a Sunday Mm -hmm. morning on a pew. Come on. Sorry. So that's one thing. So metrics of how church works and operates is completely different. That applies to the second section, which is I think churches are going to recognize that the online audience plays a factor. Online is never, and hear this, right. online is never going to replace in-person 100%. services. Yep. Right. It never will, right? It was designed that way. It wasn't right. designed that way. Like if, if online church was supposed to be a thing, yep. I'm sorry, Jesus would have represented it. Yep. Like right. it, yep. it, would, no, be you're in, right. it yep. would be in the Bible somewhere of, hey, you can, you can kind of gather around together and write letters all together. No, that's not what it is. Yeah. It's not a pen pal group. That's not what church is. So with that, there are unique aspects that you can do. One, reach. You can reach more people today in one moment, one millisecond, than you can on a Sunday morning right. of people driving to your location. Right. Mm-hmm. You have one video go viral and it's over. Like. Yeah. I mean, literally, like Michael Todd, believe what you want about him and all those different other things, <clears throat> theologically, whatever you want to talk about. Cool. That dude had one analogy on December 19th of where he used ping pong balls inside of a that. tower. It blew up on Twitter. Not even a good platform. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, not even a good platform to blow up on, like Instagram or Facebook. No, it blew up on Twitter. Twitter. And that dude is now one of the largest churches in the entire country. And it's absolutely insane because of one ping pong ball analogy that he caught on video in their very little church at the time. Like it was, it looked more like a youth room of what it kind of was. And he just, he had a tower and had ping pong balls. And it was like, when you're filled with like, no matter how many (laughs) ping pong balls you try to put in, like (laughs) it, it can't penetrate. It can stay on the top. It can't get down. And so, like, that was his whole thing, his whole analogy. And it wrecked people's world. Yeah. You're seeing it right now with Tim Ross. So if people, you know, follow any Christian podcast people, Tim Ross was a pastor of NBC City Church here in Irving, Texas, and was doing great. He actually discipled Michael Todd when Michael Todd was going through stuff. But he started a podcast, left his senior pastorate as his church to do the podcast full time. Mm. That dude started his YouTube channel before he even posted a video, had 145,000 people subscribe to his. He got his YouTube play button before he posted his first <laughs> video. I think his second video was his his video of his play button. Like that's insane. That's crazy. Because he, he started posting podcast content on his Instagram. And he is very blunt and he's very mm-hmm. open. He'll talk about stuff that most pastors and most Christians don't talk about. And it's worked. It's been great for him. I know the guys behind the media group, like they, they're killing it. They're doing great work. But they you can instantaneously hit somebody with a life-changing moment. And instead of pastors thinking, and, and I hope this doesn't happen and really change, but 
pastors, instead of these writing these 35-minute sermons, which really turn into 42-minute sermons, so if they can think about what are these takeaway points, what are these 45-second takeaway points that people mm-hmm. can walk away with and their lives be forever impacted, and we pull those and put them on media and mm-hmm. blast them everywhere that they need to go, yeah. That is going to reach more people than your Sunday service ever will. I don't care who you are or how big you are. Mm-hmm. Even Joel yeah, Osteen, yeah, yeah. when he posts a, a reel, it gets to more people than go to Lakewood right. on Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely insane. So I think church mindset of educating, <clears throat> resourcing, and equipping your saints on a Sunday morning is going to shift to an online medium. I also think um, Sunday school unfortunately is a thing of the past. And I actually think let's give your best teachers, honestly, right? Most senior pastors would even agree. Some of the Sunday school teachers in their churches are better teachers than they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like senior pastors are great public speakers, but you have better teachers in your Sunday school classes. Mm. Let's give them a podcast opportunity and be able to start a podcast. They're going to be able to reach more than the 12 people that come to their Sunday school class. Right. And like things like that, you're going to see more regularly. And I don't think it's just because of me saying things like this. Like I'm seeing it already. And that's one of the things that I think the Lord has, you know, specifically gifted me and to be able to do is see trends really early in the church. Like I can't catch an Instagram trend, even if I was standing somebody with a cold that had it. Right. Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't catch it. But I can tell you what is happening and what is going to happen in the church because I'm watching so many different churches mm. on a regular basis. My my for you page and my algorithm is all skewed towards churches from, you know, a place in Topeka, Kansas, all the way to here to, you know, Miami, Florida to, you know, Pacific Northwest. Like it don't matter where it is. I have a church that I'm at least watching or somehow have a connection to or whatever and you're seeing this happen. Mm. And everybody right now, me and Brandon used to talk about this a long time ago, was churches were trying to figure out what to do with their building space for the other 360 or 167 <laughs> hours in a week, yeah, right? Because right? there's 168, right. you got one yeah. hour Sunday service. What do you do? We're sitting in a room that was not getting any attention and any use for 30 years, 40 years, (laughs) maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it is a way to use their space in a different way. Mm -hmm. That was a conversation when we started our discipleship relationship eight years ago. Yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry. That's way longer Longer than that. that. Yeah. It's 13 years ago. That's wild. Um, No, that's not right. It's 10, 10, 10. 2013. Okay. I was just going to let you work. Oh, thank All you. Right. Do you Does anybody want a calculator? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, two plus two. two years. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years ago. It's been a decade. I'm sorry. It's been a decade. A decade ago when we were sitting in the Taco Cabana for the very first time, when we first met and talked for eight hours, that we were talking about things like this after I, of course, you was talked to Brandon for eight hours, eight hours. It's the longest time uh, of my life. The Cabana <laughs> people loved it. We had three meals. Two waters. Was torture four. So one, we had, we had three meals in that Taco Cabana that day. Nice. It's wild town. <laughs> but we talked about all different things. Like Brandon got to know me. I got to know Brandon. And we started our relationship off there and just ran with it since. And so with that, like we were talking about those conversations early on. Mm. And now we're seeing it. Every single church in the town is trying to figure out, hey, I have three blocks of, mm-hmm. of this street. Mm-hmm. Are we using it in the right, right way? Mm-hmm. Oh, we have 10,000 square feet of building. How much of that is actually like bringing in money and income to our church? Right. Like those are conversations that's happening right now. Yeah. We were talking about eight years ago, yeah. 10 years ago. Like, yeah, it's, it's just different. So. It's yeah. awesome. Jordan, I want to talk a little bit about some things that are happening in your life right now too. Cause I've seen in the past, year or so your whole photography stuff that you're doing is kind of Ooh, yeah. kind of getting bigger yep um, but fantastic you're getting into what concert photography yeah. right tell me this, about that yeah over the past year is really when i've kind of delved into concert photography um i did it a little bit before that um but covid really shut down the whole mm. concert uh, yeah. scene yeah and then for sure Back when concerts started picking back up, twenty one, twenty two, uh, I was bored. 
one day <laughs> in February, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I saw Josh Weathers was doing a show, and I was a longtime Josh Weathers fan, so I reached out to his bassist because I'd seen him in another band before, and I was like, hey, can I come take pictures? And they took a shot on me, and then kept asking me to do stuff, and then I started getting paid to do stuff, and I mean... My thing I've been saying for a while now is I'm still not rich, but I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's not just that that I've seen, though, also, but actually two of the people that you've shot shows for, Josh Weathers and Grady Spencer, mm -hmm. we've had on this show. Yeah. Because through your relationships with them and photographing them, somehow Christ came up <laughs> and it turns out Josh you know, has Christ in his heart. Grady has Christ mm -hmm. in his heart. A lot of the band members that Josh has and every band member that Grady yeah. has are all Christians. Yeah. Uh, so we've had Grady's drummer on. Um, yeah. You know, and Grady's busy whole band but. has led worship in various ways mm -hmm. um, for different churches. Um, and I think most of the people Josh works with also lead worship in some capacity. Like his guitarist, Michael Phelps, not that Michael that Phelps. <laughs> I was wondering what he did after swimming. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the gateway now. That's what he did. Oh, cool. All right. He's, <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't remember for sure, but he works at Gateway in some worship capacity. Oh, wow. You'll see him on the videos playing electric. Cool. Um, but yeah, I've, I've come to find out there are a ton of either former or current worship musicians that are also in at least the Fort Worth music scene, yeah. but also yeah. really there's just the global music scene. Sure. There's a ton of people that just start in church and right. churches foster a lot of musicians. Yeah. percent. Yeah. And what's it, what's cool about it. I think it both Josh and Grady, both, you know, they don't specifically do Christian music, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's secular music base. And I have another uh, musician, David Tribble, that's going to come in the next couple of weeks. We're going to interview him also, but he's, he reached out to me and said, Hey man, I want to be on the show. Nice. Um, because, huge. The reason he reached out is because he knows Josh. He knows Chad Chaney, who I just got through doing awesome. also. He's like, you did two of my buds. I want to be on your podcast. I He doesn't do Christian music, but mm -hmm. the dude's a, a believer. Right? Do, so, do you know that David Tribble actually came and played for me in that auditorium <laughs> no. about yeah. seven years ago? Yeah. No. What did he play? Acoustic guitar. I needed him for a Sunday morning. Then I found him online. <laughs> but his music is not. It's not, but it, he's a great, he's a great guitarist. Your other guitarist wasn't around? Or? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, seven years ago. Yeah, he's, cool. he's going to come and do that. He, he reached out to me out of the blue and said, hey, hey, man. That's really cool. I want to be on your show. So I think that what that's cool, I think, first of all, thanks. <laughs> you got me, some, <laughs> got me some stuff there. But at the same time, I think, um, I don't know how you feel about it, but I, f I feel like God is putting you in a position Yep. To where you can use the talents that you have. And you have some great talent. Your photographs are phenomenal. <laughs> I know so I've given you a hard time good. about some really before. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've, given you, good. I've given you a hard time about them before, but your, your concert photos are fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. I think that God's kind of – what do you feel about that? How do you feel that moving forward? I mean, I I love it. And I don't, God, I feel blessed that God's given me so many fun opportunities, first and foremost. Yeah. But also, like, I get to – rub shoulders with all these guys um so many of which are christians but then also so many of which are not yeah. christians um and a lot of this takes place in like bars and stuff and yeah. i personally don't drink don't touch the stuff at all yeah. in which people will offer me stuff and then <laughs> get to start a conversation right. on why yeah. i don't drink mm -hmm. yeah how cool is that though that you get to you're you're a musician you get to take pictures. You get free concerts. Yep. Yeah. That's I mean, I started it. It's like the coolest <laughs> yeah. gig ever. So, so being a musician myself, that's that's a pretty sweet I gig. I think we got to the root thing just a minute ago when he said, I get to rub shoulders with Right, you. right, yeah. right. <laughs> I've been in, like Bobby was saying earlier, I've been in rooms that I should not have been yeah, in yeah, like otherwise. But like I have something to offer these guys and I get to glean from their wisdom sure. without them knowing. But it's, <laughs> it's more than that as well. Like God has specifically like anointed you for for those oh, things. let's go right like god has placed that in your life like i remember you all through our childhood and things like that like neither of us were in photos mm -hmm. like we didn't start taking photos until we became adults yeah mm -hmm. and like through that i mean it's just crazy how lord just had continued mm -hmm. to open doors he knows you have a heart and passion for music oh he also knows you have a heart and passion for him right. oh wait you developed this new skill set that those people need and use Oh, cool. Let me make you anointed in that ability to where it's like, cool. oh, I can come in and take pictures of the biggest bands 
Or I can come in and take a picture of a, you know, a five top in a room of where, you know, guys are just Mm -hmm. starting their career and developing and building those relationships. It's more than just you're rubbing shoulders. Like you're able to actually like infiltrate, I mean, essentially the music scene here in DFW with like your God gifting an ability to take concert photos. One of the greatest quotes that I think that, that our pastor here, Eric, has ever said, and it impacts my life every day. Is that God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. And how awesome is that, that God equipped you for this moment in time to reach a group of people that might not ever have any other contact with any other believer. And he's using your, he's gifted you, but then he's almost exponentially increased that to, to make it to where, I mean, you're sought after. I, <laughs> right. I mean, people I, want you to come take their picture. It says, yeah, a couple of people have actually reached out to me. Uh, well, several people recently have reached out to me and that feels really good. Yeah, like right. I, mm-hmm. People yeah. have recommended me and I'm just <clears throat> little me taking pictures. And <laughs> well, I think it's phenomenal too, because I, I have a, I have a good friend who lives out in um, Grand Prairie right now. I think it's where they're at, but anyway, um, haven't talked to him in quite a while, but he was actually number two, episode number two on the Testament. He was the first guest because episode one was just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My first guest was episode two, David Sosby. David grew up like literally hanging out in the garage with Metallica before they were Metallica, <laughs> right? I mean, of course. And he, you know, That's yeah. Wild. And so he, he was on tour in the secular world, which was not a place he needed to be, mm-hmm. but that's just where he was at that time. Mm-hmm. But then he ended up going on tour also in the Christian world after becoming a believer. He toured with big bands. He was a, uh, he was, you know, the, these Christian bands would, would do these things like, like Brandon and I have been talking about doing, mm-hmm. you know, where they have these all day concerts. Oh yeah. And yeah. then he would come on at the end of the day and he would evangelize. He would speak yeah. to the crowd yeah. and everything at the end of the day. And then they would have a closing band, all that other good stuff. Yep. But he tells me, and he's going to, I'm going to have him on again a second time to talk specifically about this, but he tells me it doesn't matter if you are a secular band, if you're a Christian band or whatever, if you are a band and you are touring the temptations and the the, the arrows mm-hmm. from the devil that are flying mm. fly just as hard no matter which kind right. of band you are. So what I like about Josh is I know that Josh, when Josh tours and goes, you know, plays with these other bands, he talks to them about Christ. He yeah. talks to other He's people. He's on the stage yeah. preaching. Yeah. yeah. His, um, um, his encore at Billy Bob's was Graves into Gardens, no which yeah. was that's Amazing. incredible. <laughs> That's yep. legit. Cool. It's, it's fantastic. He started a nonprofit, you know, and he, 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 when you listen to his episode on our, on the Testament, he specifically says, I play now to fund the nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, so he plays to, you know, to glorify Christ and fund the nonprofit that he started. Yeah. He told so, me he wants to do more on the actual like worship side yeah. going forward as well yeah. too. Wow. So I think you're I think you're in a position right now where you get to you get to see a lot of cool stuff too. Oh, yeah. And I remember I know you said that you know, God God sees you have a heart for this, has your passion. God created your heart and your Fast. passion for that. Yeah. You know? yeah. So he yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Andrew Frazier is what got me into this kind of stuff because he yeah. knew Grady and he was shooting for yeah. Grady already. Yeah. Um and then he took me along with him one time and kind of showed me the ropes of concert photography and off I went. So, and I'll tell you this, talking to Josh, talking to Grady, uh, talking to David Sosby, I just mentioned, um, has given me a passion in this podcast for having Christian artists yeah. in here. You know, Absolutely. Not Christian artists, artists who are, who are Christians, Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, in this podcast. And so I have plenty of space in the room for them that I love to let them do their own song, <laughs> a song yeah. On, yeah. on the show. It's fantastic. I love doing that. So uh, like Chad Chaney and um, the last one I did, Ashley Lagunas, mm-hmm. she's she's awesome too. But they're both local. And that was literally a Google search, finding their names, reaching out to them. And That's they cool. said, yeah, I'd be on it. Yeah. Wow. So if you're listening and you know someone, <laughs> send them our way. We take references. <laughs> <laughs> I will try to make sure Brandon does not play with them. Yeah, I, I can't There's promise no that guarantee. I won't sing. <laughs> There's no guarantee. If they do any kind of song that is any we're remotely known by Brandon. It's it kills Mike. You just yeah. You got Brandon. Ask you need to go leave. outside. You and switch listen. me off. I'm about to you say th- there's no mic that you could turn off in this room if he wanted You're to right. sing that it wouldn't pick. Listen, him up. I was a huge, I still am, huge Grady Spencer fan. Love his music, and like when he came to do our show, it was like 
it was I was it was like crush man crush it was a man crush right. yeah, yeah, yeah I was like ah! I was screaming like a little girl um, but he you know he, he played two songs for us and and I just wanted to belt out on both of them I did mm. everything I can not to say anything while he's doing this uh, so yeah I get it you just have to be quiet Brandon no, no, my again another impossible task you're asking him to do <laughs> my well, favorite memory guys. of Brandon I'll, I'll Skype in on that <laughs> I'll mute you. <laughs> My favorite memory of Brandon was uh, youth camp. He was driving the bus. Oh, <laughs> we were driving to was Missouri. Was this pre or post now? the red line? This is this the is red the line. beginning of the red line. The oh story. Uh, <laughs> so he was driving the bus to Missouri and somewhere, Missouri. I have no yes. idea where we were. Stopped at a gas station in like the middle of the night, probably like two or three a.m. <laughs> Brandon gets a red line in him, which, if you don't know, is an energy drink with a red line down the middle. It says you're not supposed to drink past that. Red Line. I, don't, I can't confirm, but he may have drank past that. I drank the whole thing. He also, I've never heard of this. He also drank two if he stopped in the middle of the night because before he left, I remember because my wife was on that trip, that church camp trip, and Brandon was driving one of the cars and he had a red line with him already. So now you're telling me you stopped. My, <laughs> my heart things. might have stopped during that. The trip. fact that he exactly can't remember it, but the memory specifically. Yeah, there's no alcohol in that either. Us captain this gas station, Brandon with the window down, with his fist out the window, <laughs> fist pumping and screaming, "Don't stop believing!" At the top of his top of my lungs, bro. It was awesome. And then and none like, of your kids do were an impression of him the very next morning, <laughs> bro. I was awake for forty hours. I looked like a zombie but man that was a fun drive that night the epitome of droopy. i just did 40 hours last weekend yeah for I now i'm not built that way my longest stretch was 56 of being awake nope nope <laughs> i think i've done put me, in, put me in the grave college because i i wasn't good at college so i had to stay up and <clears throat> I was gonna, i'm refraining from my college. so <laughs> okay wow i don't know if they still do but yes it. i failed out of college right did if that's what you're about to say thank you no twice. i was gonna say which time yeah twice thank you <laughs> And then I've grown up and, and started a business. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Did you ever go back Mark to college? Zuckerberg over no. here? Don't tell my kids that. I'm, I'm this close to going back to college and using Chad GPT, though, to write all of my stuff for me. <laughs> I'm that close. This AI software is ridiculous. It is pretty cool. So as a college instructor myself, okay, yeah. uh, now I'm a little worried about the papers <laughs> I'm asking them to turn in. Be ready because they're already being written. You need to talk to DC about it. He said yeah. he did it for some of his prompts. Yeah. And he said every yeah. single he one of them me. would have been an A+. Plus. He showed me. <laughs> oh, my god! And I was like... Well, yep. that's my sign. There, there's your sign. Here's your sign. That's, well, I, that's what it He was. showed me because I'm, I'm an instructor at yeah. Tarleton State, and, and he showed me, and he's like, a, he showed it to me, and I was like, man, A, I'm scared, but B, that's awesome because if I ever want to write anything, I could just do that, Absolutely. and then at least it'll give me a starting point, you know? Yep. And AI. honestly, oh. as a creative, it's it's huge because- What's that? So I thought it was AI, not AB. It is AI. That joke. Can we add a whoosh sound? Did I say that joke? Okay. Did I say A, B? You said A, and then you said something, and you said B. Oh, And then I gosh. said, I thought it was A, I. Give oh, me a that's rim a shot. terrible <laughs> joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you can get rewarded. Or, uh, I'll be at the comedy you store. Can't, or, you can't <laughs> call for your own rim yeah, shot. Okay. How about? <laughs> yeah. There it is. <laughs> no, but like with that. It, as a creative, you're able to craft and formulate stuff in just a quicker way. So if you can think good enough to, and, and I know the grammar on that's horrible. I think good. Hence <laughs> why I need the AI. Thank you, AI. <laughs> Thank you. Essentially, if I can craft a good enough prompt, then I'm set. Golly. Who? Number uh, one. All right. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try to wrap this up in somewhat of a decent fashion. Both of you, though, I want to ask favorite scripture. Ooh. Are you going to say the rest of your line that you normally say? Oh. This is unscripted, my friend. Wow. wow. You, you okay. usually it say can be a verse. It could be a chapter. It can be a storyline. Story. It can be a character. Or it can be any portion of the Bible that truly touches your heart. 
Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so you like that? Go uh, the Bible. It's, it's the, I don't want to be redundant. I don't want to say answer, things, same no, thing every no. single time. I feel and like this whole well, episode hasn't been that. Jordan's so. like it's not even an episode unless you say that. Well, it's, you know? it, it's very <laughs> different. Is, that is your token, apparently. Like, <laughs> it's two different it. responses. If you say just a scripture, or if you say it could be any one of those things. All right, it's, listen. So favorite scripture. Right? This mm-hmm. could be a verse. It could be a chapter. It could be a book. It could be any portion of scripture that continuously touches your heart. Mm. We'll start with you, Bobby. Great. So, what do you think about this? I figured, I figured Jordan would have to look it up. So, <laughs> whoa! For the record, I was thinking about this today with no no inkling that I would be Jordan, on a microphone. Oh my gosh! Jordan's like, "What is a Bible?" Google, what is a Bible? Oh, holy goodness! But oh. also, I mean, I appreciate the joke because, like. If I didn't have verses tattooed on me, I don't yeah. know if I wouldn't be able to. But no, so mine is speak for your for your servant hears, right? And so when Samuel's running to Prophet Nathan and he's hearing someone like talk to him, he's like, Nathan, Nathan, hey, dude, like, are you calling my name? He's like, no, go back to bed. Like, do this mm. continuously. God just keeps me and Samuel where he's at. And then eventually Nathan's like, hey, say this, speak for your servant hears. And it's like, if I can just open up my pathway to the Lord of, you know, in prayer, it's like, dude, like you're honestly getting my attention. Like even last night, perfect example, woke up at 540 for no reason at all. And he was feeding me some hashtag stuff that I was not thinking about. And it was just one of those things of where I'm like, I have to keep, continually keep this pipeline open. Like speak Lord, because I'm I'm listening. Like no, I, I need to be listening to you. Um, you know, and obviously with our busyness of our days and our lives, like sometimes we can forget that, but mm-hmm. like speak Lord, like I'm listening, like I'm here, whatever you got to say. Yeah. If it's one word, if it's a thousand words, like, cool, let's, let's go, let's make it happen. That's awesome. So yeah. Awesome. JT. Um, the reason I qualified your question and made you say your normal line is because I was thinking about this earlier today with no idea that I was actually going to be on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I had no idea either, but <laughs> here we are. Yeah. One of the qualifications you say is you could be like a storyline throughout. And I think mm. what I really like, at least at this moment in time, is kind of the through line of redemption just through story after story in the Bible. Um, one that particularly st- sticks out over and over again is David, just mm-hmm. how David screws up so many oh, yeah. times, but he's still referred to as a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I want to be is I want to be someone that when they talk about Jordan, they think that's a man after God's own heart, despite however many times I managed to screw that up. Yeah, that's fantastic. Listen, Bobby, how can people find out more about hashtag? (laughs) Hashtag dot church, right? Yeah. So hashtag dot church on most places. Facebook, it's not because there's some person that had it before (laughs) me. And it's annoying. You're being called out. And it's spelled yeah. out, right? So it's I think it's like hashtag, hashtag church community or something on Facebook. I'm not really worried about it. But hashtag dot church, really? that's the website. But that's also. It. It's uh, actually me on Facebook. So oh, I knew it. <laughs> it's for sale. You, you don't respond to me in life. <laughs> and you don't respond to, to my DMs on Facebook either. So that that's makes what sense. I do. No. So hashtag dot church pretty much anywhere. I'm the, the yellow and black hashtag logo. Um, if you ever see it. Um, yeah, that's and that's me. You can connect in whatever way. It's spelled out hashtag, right? Yeah, it's not spelled out. It's yeah, not the number sign. Unfortunately, you can't do a URL <laughs> with the number sign. Oh, yeah. that's, I'm sure. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Somebody would have already done it, though. Mm, uh, you're not wrong. For real, yeah. Um, <laughs> number sign or pound sign. Yeah. So well, that's that's different service packages. We have the pound sign, the <laughs> number true. sign, and the hashtag <laughs> sign. Go, go, on the, go on the website and you will see all those listed. <laughs> hashtag church <laughs> slash services and you will see pound sign, number sign, hashtag sign. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, how can people find out about your photography stuff? Um, I have a website, jthibeaux.com. That spells Tebo, even though it looks like it doesn't. Now you've just messed everybody up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Tebow. No, because that's what everybody's already thinking. Rewind 15 seconds and you'll hear him spell it. And I'm also on Instagram just as Jordan Tebow because... When you have a unique last name like mine, you don't have to add numbers to your names. It's not Jordan Tebow 69125. No, no numbers. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Let's talk again. I'm going to do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Like 
tomorrow. Right now? <laughs> Done. <laughs> Folks, if you want to learn more about who Jesus is, visit us at thetestamentpod.com. That's thetestamentpod.com. And click on the gospel message at the top of the page. Also, you can click on the Testament Podcast tab and learn more about our podcast and see what our most recent episodes are that we've launched. In addition, we're always looking for guests who want to brag on God. So please send yourself or someone you know to thetestamentpod.com and drop us a line with your interest. Or email us at thetestamentpod at gmail.com. We'll send you all the information we need in order to book you for an interview. Remember, do your part. Help us get these testimonies out there. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and then like and share our posts so your friends can see what we're doing too. So thanks everybody for listening. Bye.